When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show starring Ramon Foster. What's going on, Moan? Ah, not too much, man. You know, just a huge win for my college this past weekend. Don't mind the colors. Don't mind any of that, okay? But I'm (laughs) fine if, you know, I'm okay. (laughs) Do those colors run? They run deep in the same stream as my black and gold, too, okay? I don't ever want to misconstrue that. They run together. You know what's funny? You didn't mention Tennessee on yesterday's episode and there were a couple people in the comments you saw it or like like really really you pulled off an entire episode without bringing it up no i gotta celebrate my stillers too you know like i when it's good because i don't know how many of those we're gonna have we gotta make it about that that's definitely fair Um, yeah moan yesterday over at steelers headquarters kevin dotson spoke with reporters um, he's the left guard now. You were the left guard before him. Yeah. And he talked about getting death threats uh, for his performance I saw that. Sunday at Akershire Stadium. He was, of course, the guy who gave up the sack on which Kenny Pickett was injured. And he also was flagged for three penalties. He didn't have his greatest game. But dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. Death threats. Uh, of course, people telling you they hope you break a leg and end your career. Uh, I'm. A, I'm. A, uh, I had somebody kind of explain this to me a little bit too. The the sh- the the short version of um, or the long version of fan is fanatic, and at the end of that word is attic. You know what I'm saying? Like you're addicted to it. Like it's <laughs> like you're you're a fan of it, right? Like if okay. we're fanatics. And in that, it make you do crazy stuff, say crazy stuff, support in a crazy way too, right? Like all of this is involved in it. Uh, I think a lot of the times we see moving pieces on a TV or in a stadium or replacing a 73 with another 73 or 69 with another 79 or a 66 even down the line from Fanica to the Castro to another 66. We see these ever moving parts of people in jerseys and the team that we love. And we don't think those people are humans sometimes. Um, death threats to me is never okay. You can give a, hey, you suck or, hey, you do better. And I like that's a part of it. But when you start speaking about life and death, um, that right there, I think, is a step too far. I get passion. But you also got to think about the the person that's hearing that. 
You know, like, don't let your fandom take you to that place because uh, we hear guys now openly talk about this mental side of what they go through. And not just that, I think everybody in general now is okay with having those discussions because guys go through a lot of stuff. Like, they're, uh, uh, this game to the player is more mental than it is physical. And if you're hitting them with some type of uh, of threat, um, racism, if we, we can definitely go that route. Um, like life-altering injuries, like that's when it is it goes too far. The game is to be played a certain way. Hey, hey, you suck, or hey, do better, or that's in it. But when it gets it personal, yeah, it 100%. I've okay. gone down this route the same as Dotson, right? Like to where I had to overprove myself to a fan base that was as passionate. Like following up, you know, uh, just just guys that played that position on an offensive line that was so respected, Kendall carrying his number. Okay, Kendall Simmons, like carrying his number was another thing that was just like, okay, I got to prove myself. I've seen those types of things. Um, that's why I always kept my head down and 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 not really appreciate where I was in this league, what I meant to that franchise because of that. Like, it takes you to a dark place sometimes. I'm not going to ask you to either excessively interpret or, worst of all, to judge uh, Kevin Dotson's decision to go public with this. But I do want to ask you within yourself Mm -hmm. uh, if if you would have done the same thing and if, you know, what you would have felt you would have gained from it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. If we excuse that or say just that's a part of the game, that ain't a part of the game. That's not part when of you go that far. Now, now, let me let me say this. What, what would this fan base feel like if somebody said that to one of their players? Okay? Think about that. Let's, let's put – now let's really peel back the curtains a little bit. I've had people and seen people say stuff about Shazier online. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in that context of just some nasty, filthy stuff, you know, like those people deserve to be shamed. Those people deserve to be brought under the microscope of saying you suck as a person. You know what I'm saying? Because it's deeper, like to actually be able to have to go deal with the pressure of performing, which is a part of it. you're compensated for that. OK, in front of people, everything you do is under a microscope okay and then it's also contingent upon your job on top of i got this 300 pounder trying to rip my face off too <laughs> <laughs> we're not even talking about the physical side of it right we that was that's the last part of it um and and i know well, you're paid to do that yeah but you're also expected to be a decent human being when it comes down to your support of your team i get hey he was the direct uh correlation of what happened to to, to kenny pickett Kenny's going to be fine, okay? But the way you talk to another human being, there's no place for that. So, yeah, I'm I'm in support of Dotson being on that side of, look, I need y'all to understand we got a dub, but it was a bunch of losers in that stadium that talked this way to me, one of your players. Oh, I'm guessing they weren't in the stadium, Moan. Just, well, taking it, a, just hazarding a guess here. The, the social media always If you're that much of a loser in life in general – you yeah. probably can't afford a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there. That's, uh, it's terrible. I, I Yeah, I, I'll tell you, you know, I had a talk with Dotson before this happened because it was immediately after the game. Right. And he 
told me without it, it, no question needs to be asked. You walking mm-hmm. over to him, he knows why I'm going there. <laughs> and he says, you know, no one feels worse than me. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he talked about missing, missing the block. And then he got called for a hold on the same yeah. play, by the way. And he talked about the penalties. There were a couple he didn't like. There was one he knew he'd, he'd earned. And he was just right out there. And that's actually his personality. And I think you know Own that it. about Kevin Dotson. Oh. Uh, he, he's, he's just, he's out there. Okay. Yeah. So for him to stand tall in front of his stall yesterday uh, and to say to everybody, hey, listen, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And this isn't okay. I mean, my figurative hat is way off, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm all about that. And not just because we had a good conversation the previous yeah. day. Well, that's because guys are pros about this too, DK. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just for the person that said it, typed it, tweeted it, made a video of it too, that doesn't mean you did your job as far as, like, look, I criticized him. Now he owns up to it. No, that still make you a sucky human being. Yeah, that's exactly it. And by the way, for anybody who doesn't know this sort of stuff, and I would imagine most people don't, the NFL has a security. Yeah. Uh, and okay, Moan's nodding here because he's, he's, yeah, and they're serious. And they're going to find these people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're going to make sure that they're subject to full prosecution of the law because whether we're talking about little things like unimportant things like football, Mm -hmm. this is different. This gets you thrown in jail, and it should. It's a death threat. When we come back, more lighthearted fare (laughs) about football. Yeah. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. As promised, a, a more football-ish segment here for you. Crazy thing, Moan. Yeah. Do you know the Steelers are a game out of first place in the AFC North? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is. That, but I, I guess that says something about the whole league, really. Yeah. I mean, they've carried parodied it to the extremes. No doubt, man. Just it's either three and three, four and two, a team that's five and one that you don't really believe. The only ones, DK, in this league that I'm really okay with saying, yeah, I can get it. Well, it's three. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I guess I gotta give Philly credit. Mm-hmm. That they're legit. I'm sorry. That's legit. And- so, so you see what I'm saying? You can say those two, right? And then Kansas City. I, but I still, uh, I'm side-eyeing that a little bit too. Yeah. Okay? I'm not as wild about that one here. I, I, you know, there, there's a part of me that would almost rather look at, you know, some of these other teams that are maybe on the rise a little <laughs> bit, like a, like a Minnesota. We're seeing, even though San Francisco's three and three, they've got a plus 33 points differential. Crazy. Uh, I know, I know. But it is, I mean... So many people, and I'm yeah. one of them, okay, not hiding from this, buried the Steelers. Not at yeah. one and four, at one and three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but math is math. Mm-hmm. And they play the Ravens twice. They play the Bengals again. They already beat the Bengals. These yeah. are the teams that are in front of them. Uh, it's it's really, really tight, and you can't write anybody off. You can't at this point. The AFC North 
Pittsburgh's ahead of Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, right now. Like, that's where we are. Like, the team that I have finishing number one in the AFC North, Cincinnati is not there right now. They had problems with the Saints this past weekend. Their offense still hasn't meshed. Baltimore drops a game out of nowhere too when they're supposed to be the team Lamar is the guy seeking 250 million dollars guaranteed and then here they are losing to the Giants and I'm gonna be real probably because of coaching too you know what I'm saying like yeah that's where we are as a league so as much as we've been bashing this team as much as we've been saying hey no as much as I've been saying hey (laughs) go get the high draft pick then like, you can't know what this league is going to do for the rest of this year. We got a, we had what, three starters pretty much missing from this defense, and you go mm-hmm. beat Tom Brady. You got Tom Brady going to weddings before a freaking game this weekend. You <laughs> and got, chewing out his offensive lineman on the sideline. Can, can I say this, too? Because I don't <laughs> think we talked enough about this, DK. No. I'm looking at a guy that looks so checked out. And you want to criticize the guys up front that have been more locked in than you this year. This is the route you choose. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this can't be life. But in the comments, what is the NFL this year then? I don't, we lost a bunch of legacy guys or there might as well be gone. What is Aaron Rodgers? What is Tom Brady this year? You lost Ben, you lost Phillip. Okay. Like, Breeze is out. Peyton is out. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of like, what is this league now? No, it, it's tough. I mean, you, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. He's oh. the Packers are averaging like 18 points a game. Yeah, man. And and he's making waves now publicly up in Green Bay. You know about how things need to change with the play yeah. calling and the approach to the offense. And you're like, wow. Um, but I'm going to throw this number at you here because I here. happen to be a big believer in, regardless of the sport, run differential, goal differential, and the NFL uh-huh. points differential. Uh-huh. They are great forecasters of what a team really is. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Right now, no one's going to want to hear this. The <laughs> team with the absolute worst points differential in the entire league is Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Minus 49. Now, you can throw that out the window if you choose and say, well, listen, that's because TJ Watt's missing. They've been devastated on defense. No way that would happen. And they're probably right. They're probably right. Yes, yeah. They also had to face Buffalo under these circumstances and lose by 35, which accounts for most of this point Um, differential. However, the teams that you mentioned that you liked that you believed in are yeah. all very high in that category even if they have others with similar records mm-hmm. the steelers and i believe this from talking to these guys or the weekend uh after the game the steelers believe that they have a team that can grind back and now i'm borrowing mike tomlin's term Ooh. that he's been giving to them grind back don't worry about two three yeah. games having to make up just win the one sunday Ramon, how valuable yeah. is that to a team to just have a coach who never looks <laughs> he he doesn't look past the next day of practice? Well, well, this is something he has seen before. Okay. Like mm-hmm. the, what was it, 12 or 13? We saw this before, right? 13, From yep. London. 13. Like we've seen this before to where this situation kind of corrects itself. Uh, again, it lends you to each week is is getting another rung up. Like, what is what how many losses is it now? Four? 
four losses, like getting back to even mean you really got to grind it out. And that can mean a strain. I'll also say this. They could also lend yourself to burning out because you're chasing the entire time. Now, getting above 500, you, you, you give yourself some breathing room. Now, if you look at the latter part of this, this season, there is opportunity there. Right, let's let's just be real. Carolina sucks. They can get Miami while Tua's out, okay? Indy, I've seen them. Not anything to call home about. Again, Raiders, one of those teams that's teetering on just being average also, is not far-fetched from what he's saying because he's seen it. I can look, you know, down the line at the schedule. The players can't. But this is a very advantageous type of scenario for this team. If you get players back healthy and Kenny Pick is back under center and dealing some. Yeah, I mean, that's they, – they have to grind it back. Arthur Millette was telling me on Sunday, he said – Love that guy, by the way. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah. He said he, – he told me something to the effect of, listen, all, all we have to do is just – you know, we're, we're where we are right now. We're at two and four. What we need to do is we need to get back to even that out and then just keep going from there. But I, I, I'm really impressed, though, that you mentioned the 2013 thing and that the, the hill that you had to climb because you did and you hit it. And it took so much mm-hmm. to get back from that <laughs> that I dare say you guys kind of ran out of steam there toward the end and ended up eight and eight but the the hill that, that just that let's just get yeah. back let's just get back time it's it's taxing isn't it it is it's, it's mentally taxing too because you're chasing that w not in the sense of all right the next one you're chasing that w as in please don't get another loss because then we're two steps behind yeah you know that makes a lot of sense when we come back the only segment that matters that's how you Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And the only segment that matters is brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order their amazing entries at Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Moan, today's question comes from Tammy Moni, and she says... Hey, Moan! First, congrats on the big win by your Vols. I'm sure you had yourself a great cigar Saturday night. Is this yes, true? Yes, I did. That's the cigar <laughs> game. Okay, I appreciate that, Tammy. That is phenomenal. 15 years of losing to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard, DK. We celebrate it. Tammy says, my question is about Ryan Clark and, and all that fuss from a couple of weeks ago. Do you think that there's any chance that Mike Tomlin planted that seed with him? I you know wanna... he's used his players in the media in the past. Just seems like this could have been another tactic to fire the boys up. You know, the whole us against the world and former Steelers <laughs> included. Love to hear your thoughts. You want to hear what's crazy? Mm. Ryan, Ryan Clark just texted me. Literally just texted me. Just now? <laughs> just answer now. Tammy's question? or <laughs> <laughs> He might answer Tammy's question. He legitimately, his name is on right now. That's awesome. Uh, let me say this. Coach T doesn't use the media. I, I, it, 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 to my knowledge, go ahead. Um, go ahead. If we're going into media territory, I'm 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 okay to be a little bit of an expert. Okay, go ahead. He does. 
Well, I don't. I don't but think he, he picks is. and chooses. You know okay. who he uses? Who? I'll name names here. Jake Lee. Straight up. Oh well. Well, yeah. Well, okay. well, well. Okay, okay. Yeah. don't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. He's in the yeah. media. Okay, yeah. just okay. their best buds. Let me say this about Ryan Clark. He Go doesn't ahead. hold his tongue no matter what. Okay, if this he sees true. something, he gonna say something. And if he's wrong, he always owns up to it. I've always respected this about him from totally. the days before he got into media. If he says it or you say it about him, you got to be able to back legit. it up yep. or you or he's not afraid to go in the locker room and face whatever he said either. OK, when it came to what he see, we as players, we see certain stuff. We as as for, as former Steelers, we watch and, 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 and expect certain stuff, too. All he did was call out what he saw. All he did was talk about what was expected. All he did was was know the DNA of that team and realize that's not what he used to seeing. I don't think Coach T has used him no. to say, push this out there. No, I think I've it was never more heard less- of him using a former player, but there mm-hmm. are there are a couple of people, and Glazer's not the only one, but he's done it with yeah. Glazer. Do you remember the uh Casey Hampton showed up to training camp out of shape thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Report? Remember, remember who reported it? Yeah, Glazer. Glazer. Yeah. You know where he got it from? <laughs> from the source. <laughs> from a high-ranking source within the organization. From, from a source. Uh, RC, don't he don't fall down no, that no, line, no. though. And I, I, actually, Tammy, this isn't one that he, he's not going to go put out words. Well, he it, it, didn't it, try hard. That's not a great No, not that one. Coach. <laughs> I mean, that. that's, that's not a W in the head coach's column. No. Okay? And, and and this is the thing about it, though. Like, I think it just hits Stiller Nation harder when a former player says something like that. Every time, including you. In- including, including me. You. But what, this, uh, So this is one thing that's interesting, too, about our locker room and guys that's been in it, too. If you don't mind for a second, DK, whether it is myself, Charlie Batch, Ryan Clark, Max Starks, Willie Cologne, Ike Taylor, Hans Ward, Jerome Bettis, all those guys. I'm probably missing one or two. Coach Cower and even Bradshaw. Ten guys that have worn that jersey. I played in the Super Bowl. Didn't win it. The rest of those dudes did. In the, in the media, when we speak on Pittsburgh, it comes from a different place. I think the fan base receives it in a different tone, too, because most of the time we're right in what we see. I know Bradshaw kind of says some stuff here and there. You're just like, come on, Terry. Uh, he's, he's a stealer. He's a stealer. But it comes from a place, right, yeah, DK? Yeah, that, that That's used to or that that longs for different things that you're used to because as Coach T, and I'm not sure if it's, it's him that dubbed this, but there is a standard. And that standard is high across the board from everybody. So I think the fan base receives it a whole lot different when it comes from one of us. And let's not forget that if you were Mike Tomlin and his players last year, following the debacle in Minneapolis, which one do you think hurt more having Dalvin cook run on you for 245 yards or having mean Joe green, call you out as being unstealers like 
With the all due respect to you and yeah. everyone else on your list, yeah. Moan, that's a that's a dagger that doesn't get removed. <laughs> I was talking about the working guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But when Mean <laughs> Joe is, yeah, that's that's a totally different vibe. <laughs> and, and what was Stiller Nation's response to that? One hundred percent instantly on the side of Mean Joe, like lit, this, instantly lit a forest fire. Did it not? Mm-hmm. So when we see something or those legacy guys that I named off asides me, okay, it hits different. So Coach T ain't got to pass no word. I know there are some head coaches that got their insiders like that too that do it often. I don't think he's reaching to a player to say anything like that. That that was probably just pure <laughs> RC. I'll ask him about it in a second. But that no, was just that's, him. That's actually yeah. To let him know that you came, he came up. If hey, did you get fed that by the head coach? <laughs> I wish I, I should call him right now, God. Just do this impromptu, Tammy oh, and everybody else. We promise to get back to you with the results of this this intrepid yeah. investigation here by the, the noted journalist R. Period Foster. Yeah. Oh my God. Do it again tomorrow, Moan. Good stuff, by the way, Tammy. I like questions that are, yeah, you know, not just X's and O's. Yeah. 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 Give us some juice. Talk to you tomorrow, Moan. Let's leave, DK.